0: Sex! Right, mm-hmm. right, and is.
1: Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast. I am your host, Ryan Snyder, and I'm Hi, here Ryan. with my co-host.
2: It's me, Gabriel Mara. Hello, listeners. It's us. It's us. We're, We're back here. for you.
1: Back we do this for
2: you. you, it's not for us. Not at all. We force ourselves to sit down and watch movies.
1: This uh, has not really been much forceful the last... A uh, couple weeks we've watched yeah. a lot of stuff we've enjoyed we've <laughs> oh, been stacking the deck pretty nicely in our own favor
2: i'm at in the sense that normally you and i are are badass lumberjack outdoorsy types you yeah, don't, big don't beards. go to the movies yeah
1: we don't do that mm-hmm. i have an man, enormous man. beard yeah it's great mm-hmm. it's really coming her in her nice, name like, is sarah sarah <laughs> <laughs> hey give your beard a girl's name
2: oh, i meant like like a, like a beard like she's my fake wife
1: oh sorry we work on so many different levels yeah that, that was a good one that even flew over my head we're so fucking witty yeah well we you
2: yeah you yeah. know you have your moments eh,
1: every now and again you have your shining moments yeah. so we are back with our uh, month-long watch list month-ish long yeah Marathon watch yeah, list. We got something going what do we on. But
2: before, um, how are you, Ryan? Oh, I'm
1: I'm good. How are you? I haven't seen you like, since like Saturday night, and even yeah. then I left early. <laughs> which well, you
2: had a very good reason to do. Yeah, so. Yeah, I did.
1: I'm not I'm not going to spoil it right right at mm-hmm. the top. We'll, we'll do that later because I have so many things to say about that. Yep. But yeah, so. Back with the Blacklist.
2: Yeah, it's back to the Shane Blacklist, our month long monthish, longish marathon of Shane Black's films.
1: I was really hoping that we weren't going to have to pull this out, like, so soon. so soon. Yeah. But our guests are, uh, well, we kind of, well. They, we didn't really slack. Our guests were slacking.
2: Yeah. Um, guests are flighty, uh, listeners. I don't know if you have a podcast, everyone does these days, but... Scheduling guests is hard.
1: Yeah. You've got to work around people's yeah, lives.
2: Yeah, people have to, they're, do, they're doing you a favor by showing up and yeah. doing your show. So it's its hard to be demanding. It even at the same took time. us a
1: while to get like an actual, like regular time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it took us a while just for us to kind of like figure out like an actual day to record. Because we were oh, doing yeah. this at night for a while. Mm-hmm. And then we were switching around doing random days. And then randomly it was like, hey, Monday afternoons. Well, we're not even recording on a Monday today.
2: <laughs> no, it is not Monday.
1: Yeah, which is, yeah. It's Which not, is
2: completely it, throwing me off. My my brain schedule is completely wrong with this
1: yeah, point. Yeah, I'm kind of screwed. I should be at work right now. But, mm-hmm. eh, the hell with it. Whatever. Yeah. This is what he gets for not coming <laughs> on our show. I'm not coming in to help you.
2: I'm faster. not juicing shit. Yeah, exactly. Do it yourself. We're only juicing movies for discussion material. Yeah.
1: So what did we watch this week?
2: Let's see. We watched... Kiss Kiss Bang Bang 2005 Shane Black's directorial debut
1: a mutual favorite of ours I believe I think it's one of the movies you and I bonded over early
2: Mm Mm-hmm. like you and I bonded over Brick that that was one of the first ones I was like okay thank God I can trust this guy
1: yeah when you when you mentioned Brick and someone's like oh that movie's amazing I love Ryan Johnson you're like oh cool we can be friends yeah we're okay
2: yeah. Did I tell you that the other weekend I had um I had customers come in. It might have been one of my solo shifts. Um, Ryan and I are bartenders at the bookstore speakeasy. Come visit us sometime. And they were these fine people. They were hipster as fuck, but they were they were charming. And I was asking them, like, oh, what are you guys doing? You're from you're not from the area? You're yeah. going to a convention? They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Washington for a new comic. There's a comic convention going on. We're going to go see, uh, there's this director named Edgar Wright. Do you know him?
1: Oh. And I was like, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> oh sweetie.
1: Oh, I have a podcast, and I talk yeah, about him all the time. Basically,
2: it's about him. Yeah. It's all about him for me, right? I know.
1: The it's the, the Edgar way. Wright. Uh, Korean new wave, the podcast him the Palma Podcast.
2: The let's see, the right Korean the podcast
1: Yeah, I like it.
2: That's so all we We can it. change,
1: we can change it from sex uh-huh. and violence to that if you want.
2: I'm all for it, but yeah, yeah they were just telling me they were going to go see a Baby Driver screening, and I'm like, <sighs> I told them my classic story that proves my right, right chops, which is always 2004. I go see Shaun of the Dead in theaters, and immediately I go buy the bootlegs of the space uh, from my uh, local comic book store.
1: That's a good way to get in. Mm-hmm. Happy days. Do you just want to stop and go watch Space? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we could do that. I'm all about it. I think we did we'll that just the do a one day research. we, we, we watched did that. Space while we were waiting for Neil. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, what a good day.
2: What a great pilot. Yeah. Um, I've been working on a pilot these days, writing for something, and mm-hmm. really, uh, I thought it was good, then I stopped and I'm like, fuck, this isn't as good as Space's pilot. Mm. But I don't know if it ever will be, but we'll see.
1: I'm sure it will be. Oh, thanks, Ryan. One, one day I'm going to see your name up in lights. Yeah. Be like, hey, I did a podcast. In with you. a
2: little white text written by Gabriel Mara.
1: I'll, I'll be there. That's all I want. I'll be there opening day or premiere date. I'll yeah. be at home watching it. Yeah.
2: This movie, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Ryan, what is it?
1: It is a neo-war action comedy, I guess we could describe it as. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Um, it's like a very. It's like the Shane Blackiest of Black movies. Like I don't know how I'm gonna quantify (laughs) that. That sounds stupid.
2: No, that's that's it's it's pure Shane Black. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's probably an easier way to say that. It
2: it's everything that he is gelled into one movie.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. I think this is the first like actual like legit Shane Black movie. Like I was cognizant of him being a part of. Yeah. Because growing up, everyone watches Lethal Weapon. Of course. If you're, like, if
2: you're a red-blooded American male, you watch Lethal Weapon. Yeah,
1: you get it mailed to you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're six. Here.
2: It comes along for your first condom.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And like The one that you keep in your wallet. I was 15 when this movie came out, so I remember seeing it on TV probably within a year of it like being on TV. Mm-hmm. I watched it on TV, and it was ju- it just like blew my mind, and it was one of those awesome movies I couldn't wait to talk to people about. Yeah. But of course... It's one of those movies you kind of have to like look for. You
2: have to seek it out at this point. It really yeah. wasn't. I mean, its critical reception to it's been much warmer over the last decade. It just came out twelve years ago, so people have warmed to it a lot more since then. It didn't really hit very hard when it came out. No, it really it barely made back its budget which is a shame considering it's fucking amazing. We were just saying that I first heard of it from Eat It Cool News and Capone mm-hmm. the reviewer there like begged readers to go out and give it give it money so people can really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's it's so freaking good. Like uh, there's it's one of those movies that I will like try and like open with with people who claim to be like big movie nerds. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we talked about with like Brick. Brick yeah. is a deep cut. This isn't like deep, deep deep that, cut. It's, it's, it's not just even that like deep. this is one you have to kind of like dig a little bit for yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I think it's, it's along one of those movies that is awesome, and most people don't know it, but you know that someone has taste if they like it.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, oh, I'm a big Robert Downey Jr. fan. Why? Because of Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Is, is that it? Is that it? And if it? someone's
2: like, oh, no, because of less than zero, I'll be like, oh.
1: Oh. Come right. I'm
2: all about it. All right. Hey, have you seen The Pickup Artist starring him and Molly Ringwald?
1: Have you seen The Judge?
2: Oh, I have not seen The Judge. Not I heard it. it was terrible.
1: I heard it was terrible, too.
2: I mean, he's they can't all be winners. No. No.
1: I. Sherlock Holmes wasn't that bad.
2: Um, I like Sherlock Holmes 1. I never got through 2.
1: I have 2? And I've never watched it. I got it from a gift from a family member, and I was like, sure, okay.
2: It was fun. Yeah. From what I saw of it, I, I downloaded it, and I watched most of it, and I'm like, hey, looks, it's Numi I like Numi Paz. And then uh, I fast-forwarded straight to the final fight because I heard that was awesome. Okay.
1: I like everyone in those movies.
2: You know, I, as much as I love Jared Harris, I think that that movie would have succeeded more if they had someone bigger playing Moriarty. Yeah. It's just real, real shame because Jared Harris is a great actor, but who the fuck cares about what's-his-face from Mad Men?
1: Mm, Fassbender?
2: I think he would have been too good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, like he would have broken the movie for how good he was. Okay. It would have been like the like the kill screen of Donkey Kong. Oh. Okay. Have you seen A Fistful of Quarters? No. Is that what it's called?
1: I think so. Is it the documentary? The
2: documentary about DocuCon?
1: That's what it's called. Great I'm pretty one. sure that's what it's called. But... Yeah,
2: it's on theaters. It's great. Yeah? Mm hmm.
1: I'm always looking for a new doc. Word. You want to break down the movie?
2: Yeah, let's see. We're
1: kind of meandering. You, know, uh, you spent way too much time with the other co host
2: Yeah, no, Daniel and I, we, like, we just recorded yesterday. We talked about one of his favorite books by Cormac. You know Cormac McCarthy? Actually, no, you would not like Cormac McCarthy. He wrote No Country for Old Men.
1: Okay. Didn't he also write the. Um... What about the father and son? The road, yeah. The road, okay, yeah.
2: But yeah, so we we like I'm in such a rambly kind of like, I I follow like thought trains because of that guy now. Okay. But the movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, is about God, it's, it's such a serpentine kind of plot too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's qu- classic it's, noir. Yeah. So there's a lot of so basically a thief from New York gets brought to L. A. to kind of screen test for a role in a movie and. Val Kilmer plays a detective who has was like tasked to train him in detective kind of things. So RDJ, who's a thief, gets kind of embroiled in a murder mystery plot involving his old flame from back home in Indiana as well. Um, played by Michelle Monaghan. Favorite of the show. Yeah, favorite. Yeah, so um that's like the base, most basic way to I can describe it. Imagine yeah, if kind you get too like,
1: deep into it, like it's almost like overselling it. I think yeah. it's a movie that's better worked if you just undersell it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a cool action movie. It's Go very, watch very it. it's funny. Watch it. Like, yeah.
2: I was gonna bring up this point that it reminds me. I remember when I first saw the trailers for it. Mm-hmm. I think that I didn't really like the trailers because like the there's for a it. lot of. The the punchlines in this work best in the context of the scenes. Yeah. Cutting it slapdash into a trailer made them seem not very funny.
1: Yeah, I agree. I've watched the trailer for this within the last like two weeks, mm-hmm. and I completely agree with that because there's stuff like taken like com- like out of context doesn't work as well. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Like some some of these lo- like Shane Black is one of the snappiest and funniest, and smartest writers in Hollywood. Yeah, and cl- clearly like. Going back to Edgar Wright, Hot Fuzz is basically a tribute to him. Yes? Yeah. Okay, you know yeah. My, I got the blankest stare from you.
1: No, I, it, I wouldn't say just to him, I think tribute to all action films, because it does that line, what do you want to watch, Bad Boys true. true, or Point Break?
2: I think yeah, it, it's it's a buddy cop thing, yeah. too. And, and basically, uh, what's his name? Shane Black revolutionized the buddy cop with Lethal Weapon, as mm-hmm. it is, so... Uh, but yeah, this movie is like a basic film noir, you know, that's something like Out of the Past, which has a plot that's complete nonsense if it comes down to it, but... Nameless it involves,
1: henchmen, cool lead characters, Yeah, it's fast,
2: fast talking, but this is a really meta movie, and normally that really make, that makes my neck hairs bristle if a movie's too meta and it gets too too much of hanging a lampshade. I think what do you mean by meta? Oh, that there's a lot of, like the fourth wall break. the narration okay. borders on fourth wall breaking that it, it recognizes its own tropes sometimes. Okay, yeah. Like, if, if, if someone says something like, oh, yeah, like this what a, what a bad movie scene this is. Yeah. Normally, that makes me wince, but Shane Black is such a good writer, and Robert Downey Jr. is such a good performer. His voiceover is perfect in this. We're talking about how voiceover yeah. can really turn me off to something, and this is perfect voiceover.
1: Yeah, touching from, what was it, last week, last time we recorded, we were talking about uh, all of us loving Blade Runner. Yes. And, like, how bad that voiceover is in that. it's... I used to actually like that version with mm-hmm. the voiceover, and then watching it with like in the last like couple weeks, like numerous times without it, yes, it's so much better because I, I don't know, not everything on screen needs to be commentated on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but a, a good nar- narration can make the movie kind of like a little exactly, bit uh, pop exactly. a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about the narration in this. Like it's it's goofy, it's funny, it's kind of like I don't know what the word it's, 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 it's track, kind of it a, a parody of itself almost
2: exactly. I th- it, uh, I will I want like Shane Black to write the next Deadpool movie
1: cuz oh, I think that oh, the
2: original Deadpool for me that I thought it was fun and funny and I enjoyed it enough but that is an example of how being meta and fourth wall breaking you can verge on being obnoxious rather than funny. Yes. Whereas I think Shane Black he writes the best lines for this kind of thing that he acknowledges the medium and embraces it and becomes it.
1: Yes. So just don't be a dick, is essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Did you yeah. like
2: Deadpool?
1: I liked Deadpool a lot. Hmm. It was one of those movies, I think I talked about it before, like, how I, how, like, the early months of the year used to be kind of like the dumping ground yeah, yeah. for things that aren't good, and now we're getting, like, a lot of really good movies a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, last year with Deadpool. This year, Logan came out the first yeah. week in March, and I loved Logan. Logan was great. That was one of my early favorites. I
2: couldn't believe how much I loved Logan. Yeah,
1: it was, it. it transcended the whole superhero genre
2: yeah it's it's one of the best superhero films ever made I think. Like, yeah, not, a, not super, an exaggeration
1: it's a Western masquerading as a superhero film mm-hmm. which I really like
2: and it really feeds off its own history in such a beautiful yeah. way but yeah it wasn't dumb at all
1: yeah I think a lot of people were like disappointed like oh man it's only Wolverine and Logan or uh, I'm sorry bah. Wolverine and uh Xavier and then x-23 who's silent most of the time this sucks for the other X-men you don't shut them. up it's it's called <laughs> Logan. It's not called X-Men 16, dude. Yeah,
2: who cares? I that that really bothers me. Yeah. Fucking nerds, dude. Yeah. God damn know. it.
1: So, watch
2: better movies, nerds.
1: Yeah, watch better movies. Like Kiss Kiss Bang like kiss, Bang.
2: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: I've said before, I'm a big fan of uh dialogue in movies just cuz I like movies that are like ultra quotable, mm-hmm. and this is one that has that like in like spades, spades for me. Like it's amazing. Um favorite lines of dialogue for you?
2: Oh, there there are too many. That like Going back to the whole trailer thing, mm-hmm. that in the trailer, the line, um, well, if you look up idiot in a dictionary, yeah,
1: that was the one that's it, like really it doesn't
2: work in the trailer. In this, it's perfect, yeah. it actually lands so well. Basically, anytime Val Kilmer shuts down RDJ, it's hilarious,
1: yeah. It's mostly him just calling him like imbecile and idiot and mm-hmm. stuff, but like there's always something funny beforehand, yeah, and it's ugh.
2: My favorite line, maybe simply when he makes R. D. J. pick up his sunglasses. He's
1: like, "Pick those up."
2: Yeah, pick, the, pick those up.
1: Pick those up. Don't put your gay job.
2: <laughs> uh, perfect banter.
1: Yeah, love it. Which uh, we were also reading online about um, some of the trivia with the the movie, how uh, Val Kilmer's character is like the first like openly gay character in an action movie, mm-hmm. and especially nowadays where like that kind of stuff is like at the forefront. Wonder yeah. Woman being such a success because it's a female-led, like, superhero movie. Thank God, again. People want more diversity in films. And this is another thing you'd point and be like, this came out a long time ago, and it Game treats like the character... like it's always been
2: ahead with, of the times. Yeah.
1: I think it treats the character with, like, the proper amount of respect he deserves. Mm-hmm. It treats... He, he's treated like a human being. Yeah. It's not that he's, like, a gay character and we have to service, like, a gay character in the movie. He's not over the top or, like... I, I don't know. It's... I, I think the movie treats... That aspect of the character with the utmost respect.
2: I get it. it's it's a perfect balance of he is indisputably gay, mm-hmm. but also he make they make jokes about it, but also
1: it's. But it's not in a broy way. Not at all. No, no, like,
2: no. He's essential and like inessential. In the exact same way, the fact that he's gay. Yeah. It's just it's, it's amazing. It's, it's kind perfect of like balance. it's
1: like guy shit talk. Yeah. Like the way like all my friends, whatever like their weird ethnicity or religion is like. All my friends will zero in on that one thing to make Mm -hmm. fun of you. And it's not to, like, be a dick to you. It's like, that's the one thing we have on you that we can make fun of you for. That's the same thing with, like, RDJ and Gay Perry in this. Like, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is a moron. So the Mm -hmm. only thing he has to go up against Gay Perry with is the fact that he's gay. So he's going to use that on him because he's not as smart as him. He's not really as talented as him in Mm -hmm. any aspect. He's not even as strong as him. Yeah. So it kind of subverts the whole tough guy role. The toughest guy in the movie is this gay character.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. Also, I'm always about, like, a character. If, you're, if your protagonist gets their ass beat for most of the movie, you've basically won me over. Yeah. I hate it when my protagonist is too cool and too perfect, unless you're driving it directly into a camp territory. I think, mm-hmm. like, where Schwarzenegger always shined, it's because the joke was that he was invincible. But in something like this, when uh, and Harry has his awesome lines about being a like, heroic badass, about, about to kick someone's ass, when um the guy's about to take advantage of Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. And immediately smash cut to him getting his ass beat yeah. in a really unflattering angle. I'm like Shane Black, you beautiful bastard.
1: That's great. He had, like Even the character kind of takes it with stride. He's like, you're okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. One of these days I'm actually going to learn how to fight. Uh-huh. But like he, he knows he's going to get his ass kicked going into it. And I think that's what makes the character like real and cool to me. Mm-hmm. Is that like, yeah, I don't know how to fight. I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. But I'm still going to go in here and stop this from happening.
2: He has, um, He is a character you wish you were in real life. Oh, that, yeah. That he is witty, but he's also not a Superman. And he's smart, but he's not perfect. It's it's such an excellent...
1: Self-deprecating to the perfect yeah, level. Yeah.
2: That if you if you have any perspective on what it would be like to be in this real situation, and you are still heightened to Hollywood quality, it's this character. Harry Lockhart is a great protagonist.
1: Mm-hmm. That goes back to what we were saying before when we did Last Boy Scout about, like, Shane Black's characters that hate themselves. Mm-hmm. And... Robert Downey Jr.'s character and Michelle Monaghan's are both disappointed, I think, where they are in their station in life. Yeah. Like, she never became an actress. He's still boosting Xboxes in Mm -hmm. the East Village of New York. Like, they didn't become these awesome people that they wanted to be. The only person I think in the movie who doesn't hate himself is Gay Perry. Yeah, he
2: doesn't he's really the man. have. Yeah, because he's the man. He just <laughs>
1: he's happy with who he is. He knows he's smart. Yeah, he knows he's tough. He's aware tough. that
2: he's also not a good guy, which is like I love that line as well. So that yeah. I'm not a I'm I'm a bad man, Harry. Yeah, I'm not a good man.
1: I'm not a nice man. I'm not a
2: nice man. Yeah, like, ah, that's great. I think it's it's such great tight writing. The like, I think any. any terrible writer can write part of that speech that Michelle Monaghan has at the bar about how look at that woman she's 35 and trying to act there's yeah. such a cruelty to it and then he immediately subverts it and makes it into a funny and sad smart moment for her to be like oh I'm 34 yeah it's like that's good fucking noir writing
1: yeah it's even funnier it's like can I ask uh, how old you are go mm-hmm. ahead so how old are you uh-huh instead of answering the question right away like mm-hmm. it's cool like little like flips perfect like writing yeah yeah Everything in the movie, like it just bounced, like the dialogue's so bouncy, the plot moves perfectly. Um, I thought the the ending of it was a little like convoluted for me the first few times I watched yeah, it. Yeah, same. Like the whole underwear thing. Mm-hmm. Like that took me like a couple watches to like kind of get because yeah, like that's not like one of the things that like you would know off the top of your head. Oh, people in mental mental institutions aren't allowed to wear underwear.
2: Mm-hmm. It's good to know, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, it's just it, it's I, it, just it, a weird it's a weird it's way of solving stories. a. a, a
2: I feel the most detective stories, especially classics of noir, you're not expected to solve them. And honestly, I don't know a lot of people who are good at solving a movie mystery before it even happens. Yeah, it's all red herrings. And there's a different style to it, so it's just it's still movie logic. I mean, I, I, who who the fuck knows about the underwear thing? I
1: don't. I, I, I know just from watching like different like murder movies with like the. Are mystery... you good at
2: solving mysteries mid, mid mid show?
1: Um, I've been known to do it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like great at it. I'm mm-hmm. pretty decent at it, but I, I think it's more from like watching a lot of movies and know like plot beats, yeah, than to be able to predict what happens, whether as opposed to like how it happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that that's like an easier way to solve the mystery. Oh, it's going in this direction, so that yeah. means X must have happened to make that happen.
2: Yeah, you can always figure out that like, oh, this character's a red herring.
1: Yeah, pretty much because of but, tropes. But yeah, this is the, that's the only part of this movie that I don't like is that ju- it's just a little. It's not. It's not the way that I think the mystery should have been... I think there was a better way to do that for some reason. Like, it just... It didn't know. work for me. That's that's the only part of it that didn't work. Like, I still give this movie 10 out of 10, don't uh-huh. get me wrong, but like, I'm gonna have a minor quibble. Yeah.
2: I was like, fine. It's a stylistic writing choice of the genre. Like, yeah. okay, sure. A uh, uh, kind of vague detail that I guess you'd have to be there to know.
1: Yeah. Well, he tells you to pay attention numerous times. Yeah. But even that's to, like, throw you off, I think. Like, oh, fuck, is this going to come back later in the movie? Mm-hmm. Pausing on, like, a scene and then glossing over things that are actually going to help you. Still works. Yeah.
2: 10 out of
1: 10. 10 out of 10. Awesome. Love it. Um.
2: How many times have you seen this movie, Ryan? Too many. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, it's been out since 05. It's 2017, so that's 12 solid years of me, like, meeting new people and being uh-huh. like, hey, let's watch this. Just watch it's this awesome. thing. us hang out. Yeah.
2: yeah. That and, really, Brick and this are just... Two mid-aughts perfect detective stories mm-hmm. that I, I really use to draw people into. Hey, do you like movies? Do you like detective stories? I mean, who does it? Yeah. And those two are, I think, perfect examples of neo-noir. Yeah.
1: That'd be a good uh, good marathon. I was like movies in pairs.
2: Mm. Any other good like neo-noir detective stories and film in the mid-aughts?
1: Um, neo-noir detective stories. Tweet at us! I don't know. I, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but um, Zodiac... 07, but you can argue if that that's more investigative journalism. Yeah,
2: it's more like a yeah investigative journalism story. I wouldn't call that a noir. Because technically kind of noir. it could be, I suppose. Yeah. I took a class on it.
1: You took a noir class?
2: Oh, I took 50s cinema, and I also oh. took like another one kind of thing. We talked about noir a lot.
1: Oh, I wish there was a true just noir class. Like, hey, we're going to watch uh, five movies from each decade for the next six months.
2: I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm sure even my school offered it at some
1: point damn, I gotta go back to school so I can watch movies.
2: Yeah, fuck it. Just watch your own movies.
1: Yeah, but I can't, like, have a group discussion and tell everyone how smart I am.
2: Well, that's what we're we're here for, right? Oh, yeah. This basically is
1: it. Oh, yeah. Shit. Ryan, we're
2: we're grown-ass men. We can do whatever we want to do. We can make these
1: choices ourselves?
2: Yeah, honestly, I feel like if we tried hard enough, we could find some bar somewhere in the city to start doing a, like, weekly noir screening, and we can have discussions about it. Yeah. Let's do it. If you run a bar and want to house us, let's do yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Well, Sex and Violence presents.
2: Yeah, if we can no promise classics. like ten bodies who buy drinks, but but they'd do it.
1: Oh yeah, I would even buy a round for ten people. Hell yeah. I'd be like, hey, if you guys sit here and like watch the movie, and then participate in twenty minutes of group discussion, mm-hmm. I will buy you each a beer. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's
2: have screenings. I agree. Honestly, I know a place too. Yeah. Well, not a bar. We'd have to, like, you know, my friend's, like, theatrical space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have film with talks.
1: All right, so what about else about this movie? Anything else?
2: Not not really. For me, like, this is... I, I, that's why I honestly kind of hesitated to do this one. We wanted to do Long Kiss Goodnight, but I think we even discussed this prior that... We, we were maybe
1: have... going to do it.
2: Yeah, because, like, we we, we already... just gush. We just talk about how much we love it. It's not even a new movie for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, you and I have known each other since, what, like, October? Uh... Like last year, October. so almost a year. Yeah, and I'd say like during that time, this is one of the movies you and I have talked about like mm-hmm. quite a bit. So yeah, it
2: comes up frequently for us. Yeah, there we... wasn't much more for us to say. I mean, yeah. we've been going for a little bit. It's just, it's just gonna be like
1: we love oh, it, I we love it. it, love it. Yeah, remember
2: this part? Yeah, remember yeah. this part? Yeah.
1: All right, so what type of person would you recommend this to?
2: Anyone. I bet even my mom would like this movie. Really? I mean, my mom's a my mom's an educated film goer. When I came home the other night, she was watching like a how to steal a million starring peter O'Toole and audrey hepburn and i'm like oh this is a good one right she's like oh yeah i decided i was gonna rewatch all the william wyler films and part of me is even like i don't even i i'd like william wyler but damn mom you're smarter than i am wow yeah mom's a cool lady yeah no my my parents are i'm very very thankful frequently i always speak ill about my family on this kind of thing because uh, you know it's the love is there it yeah. has to be there, I think, but we don't get along, not really. We don't talk. But yeah. my parents are very educated, very smart people of excellent taste, and that's where I get it from. I don't mm. know where my brother gets his thing from, I don't know where the fuck he came from.
1: You've mentioned your distaste.
2: Yes. <laughs> <I fucking
1: can't. laughs> See, I'm like on the opposite side of the coin. Like my family is like very love of loving, supportive, talkative all the time, but they have terrible, terrible taste and uh-huh. like culture. I go over to my parents' house like any night in the next like four months. And it's going to be like, oh, what are you guys watching? Oh, we're watching The Voice. We just we just love The Voice. Like, oh. oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, I've dropped movies off over there for them mm-hmm. to watch. And, like, a, I remember... dust. Was over, yeah, they gathered dust. And I was at my parents' house the other day. My mother bought a movie for my father for Christmas two years ago. It is still on the shelf, still in its wrapping. You know which movie it is? What is it? Gone Girl.
2: Oh, no! Yeah.
1: Gone Girl in, like, plastic still collecting dust.
2: The movie's fucking perfect. Yeah. God, I love Gone Girl.
1: Yeah, I want to like slap them and like do the like. Um... Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that's it. You know what mm-hmm. I was going for. I got thank you. you,
2: thank you. <laughs> like, watch this movie, goddammit! Uh, no, my parents are frequently like chastising me for not having seen classic films. It's kind of kind of funny, actually. Now, that hmm. outside looking in, my dad's like, "What? What do you mean you haven't seen? Fuck! There's so many of these. He's like, "You haven't seen The Quiet Man yet? I'm like, "Shit! I'm on it. Goddammit!
1: Like, all right i guess i'll stop I like lying right? in bed masturbating and playing video games and watch these classic pretty films. much
2: must be sitting there watch like well what have i been on i'll oh, we'll get to it next segment okay but yep you know, i would show this movie to anyone and if you don't if, this is one of those movies that if you don't like it you have you have some you have to really work to gain back my like my my appreciation for you yeah that's something i think that something's wrong with you if you don't like this movie I and agree. You, you, better, you better explain yourself and well. I don't think i like, oh, ever... Oh, no, I was also a subject of incest. That's why I can't watch it. Like, uh, uh, fair it, enough, it, sir. All right, done. I understand that.
1: See, we didn't even bring that up. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. There's twists and turns so, in here. Yeah. Incest. Mm-hmm. It's here. Yeah. Another movie with incest.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's a sexy and violent world, right?
1: Yeah, that it is. I don't think I've ever met anyone who doesn't like this movie.
2: Well, they'd be wrong.
1: Yeah, they'd be wrong and awful and I would cut them out of my life yeah. immediately. It would
2: be like liking... Batman vs. Superman, and not Iron Man 3.
1: Ooh, ooh, that's a deep personal cut. Mm. Ooh. I'm like, I don't get it!
2: I don't get you, sir!
1: I know, I know. I
2: get sweaty thinking about it.
1: I kind of almost want to bring him on here, but I don't know how he would be for the format. Because mm-hmm. I would probably just yell at him too, and then I would agree with him on stupid shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd just get flustered. I'd be like, what?
1: Bring on Danny and him.
2: Oh, that would be that would be interesting.
1: That would be fun. Four-person podcast, I feel like that might get a little out of control.
2: Where, well, I think it's what's going to happen for, our, for our, our day-long marathon.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Aren't we mm-hmm. rotating people in?
2: No, I think we're going to have... Like, I say we should have everybody all in the same room and just have a, like, a complete bedlam.
1: Okay, that'd be fun.
2: I think, and everyone's just going to be shithoused. I might get high, who knows? Yeah,
1: maybe. i have I'm, some edibles. I'm just going to like have beers here. I'm actually... I'm I'll probably drink no, more I, of this. I
2: look forward... And that's nice. I, look, oh, I think I've mentioned before one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It's a... Uh, you talking you two to me and analyze mm-hmm. fish, and they have really great episodes where they clearly recorded them back to back to back, and by the end of the episode they're at each other's throats. Cool. So I think um, if, it'll we wanna, be fun. if
1: we want to be fighting and drunk and high by the yeah. end of like,
2: I think yeah, across the month you're gonna hear us lose our minds. That's cool. It's gonna be great. That'd be a fun one. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna figure out the. Uh... I think we'll do well. I'll bring it up in the next segment yeah. on how we wanted to right. do that. But, uh, but
2: would you show this to anyone and everyone?
1: Uh, pretty much. Um, there's certain groups of people like I could think like I probably wouldn't show this to like someone like my my younger sister. No, cause she she doesn't really have great taste either. But doesn't she love Love and Basketball? Love and Basketball and Wrong Turn, two of her favorite movies.
2: Very odd. I know. Very odd. Yeah. I know. Does she watch a lot of movies?
1: Uh, if I I've been over to her house and like I've seen her DVD collection, which is just a like a fraction of what mine would be, mm-hmm. and it's mostly I think like most people have a fraction of what you have though. Yeah, I have quite a few. Um, I, I should do. A it's cap. getting to be a wall. It it is a wall. I'm actually like all the the layers. I am now like moving in like it's like double stack where you can't see titles anymore. Mm-hmm. So I need a bigger shelf. Yeah. Need a bigger boat? Yeah, I do need a bigger boat. Thanks, Salsa man. Now shark. I'm going to have to watch Jaws when you leave. <laughs> and then
2: I like, immediately segue into a Clerks reference.
1: Oh, very nice. Salsa shark. Salsa shark. All right. Well, uh, yeah. That's um, that's pretty much it. We love this movie. I don't really. Yeah. Um, we're just gonna continue to gush if we even go further yeah, on it. Just,
2: I'm sure it'll come back.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't believe it's streaming anywhere currently. Um, we had the issue with that before we recorded. Yes. So um,
2: when I arrived here, we couldn't find Long Kiss Goodnight streaming anywhere. So we just said, "Well, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it is." And then Ryan, who had just reorganized his shelf. Could alphabetized it too. alphabetized it could not find it so I started heading off towards the library to get it and then
1: and then I found it buried under my TV somehow from the last time I showed it to my wife who actually I showed it to her for the first time your like, wife
2: who looks like Michelle Monaghan yeah
1: Michelle Monaghan watched Michelle Monaghan yes and she enjoyed it too I think she liked Nice Guys better but interesting yeah interesting choice
2: yeah, you know let's let's go into that a little bit since we're not going to do the Nice Guys yeah we can, yeah, we can talk Nice Guys um, how did you like Nice Guys um, where does it rank for you
1: uh, it's, it's difficult to say, like, I, I really want to support Shane Black as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I like Nice Guys, but not as much as I like other Shane Black movies. Like, it's like, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, probably, um, ooh, it's so tough to put it up against Last Boy Scout, because Last Boy Scout's really good, too. Yeah. So those God, two, oh, and then that. probably, like, Lethal Weapon 1, and then, um, probably that. Like, it's still good at any... Shane Black movies a good Shane Black movie, but mm-hmm. that's just how it is.
2: I feel kind of like having just rewatched this. I am hankering to rewatch Nice Guys, mm-hmm. and I still so, like. I love. I don't know who I like more, Harry Lockhart or Ryan Gosling's character. What's his character's name again? Uh,
1: uh, Holland March.
2: Yeah, that's such a good name too. Yeah. And I love um, Holland March. She's such a great character. I have his tap. I have his fucking tattoo. It's. Uh, I think, in the context of history right now, and especially after seeing La La Land, mm-hmm. seeing La La Land and Nice Guys in rapid succession, I'm just like, I love Ryan Gosling. He I'm is, so
1: excited he's going to be Blade Runner.
2: Yeah, he really he, he's what, really what a versatile talented. director, actor, and he's so fucking funny. Like, his character is so different from Drive to Place Beyond the Pines and Only God Forgives. And nice guys where he's just squealing the whole time and he's so funny.
1: I, I'm such a huge fan of him. Yeah, Gosling's awesome. Um, just in about like anything in the last couple years I've seen him in. I know a lot of people are a fan of uh like he can do like romantic comedy really yeah, well. Yeah, He's he a can, great
2: physical actor.
1: Yeah, he's funny too. Yeah, like, he, like,
2: like all like nice guys is him scrambling and squealing the whole time and crying. Yeah. And I love that so much.
1: He's probably my favorite character out of that. Um I'm going to mention, once we get to the end of the blacklist, I would like to do like a roundup of like favorite characters. Chain black from, roundup. Yeah, of all like the best ones. But as far as nice guys goes, I think he is probably the strongest part of that.
0: Because there's something
1: so funny about like, a depressed alcoholic yeah. who cries. Mm-hmm. Know, it's just funny. What a great character. A grown man who cries and wails like a little girl mm-hmm. is fun. always funny to me.
2: I, I my, One of my earlier points that... I feel that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was Shane Black's first shot. It was just, like it was his movie, and he had something to prove. Yeah. And he made he threw everything he had in making it, and it's amazing. Whereas I feel Nice Guys is, he's gotten a little bit lazy. Is the wrong word, but he definitely complacent. Complacent maybe is the better term for it. That I don't, I don't think I, don't, I think that Nice Guys is an inferior movie, but not by much, by very little. Yeah. I think it's fucking great. I love it to death. I think visually it's. Better than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But that just might that just might be time and technology and money.
1: I'll agree with that. It is a it is a better looking film.
2: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang reminds me it looks like a nineties movie, kind of oddly. Like the yeah. lighting and the angles is kinda of flat.
1: And it's another weird thing with like early two thousands, like technology is weird, so like when they have like the cell phones. Yeah. They're like, oh that looks so like out of place. The adorable Nokia. That's just what happens with time mm-hmm. and technology, I suppose. But yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Nice guys. Um also great also great I will support Shane Black anything he does mm-hmm. I, me not liking it as much as the other ones has no bearing I still have it on the shelf I still bought it first day it came out it's a winner went, went to the theater and saw it first weekend like, yeah same vote with your dollars if you want to support your you know the arts your favorite director your favorite True actor that's what I always say but yeah again I knew we wouldn't get much out of nice guys yeah, because it's that, like
2: same thing if like yeah it's starting a kiss kiss bang bang be we've these both two seen together. it we love them what, what else is there to say
1: yeah Alright.
2: Go see
1: it. Yeah, go see both of them. To see them. it again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nice Guys is streaming on, like, HBO. Um, but if not, just go to your local, like, FYE or something and pick yeah. it up.
2: Give it your money. Give Shane your money, guys. Yeah,
1: give Shane your money.
2: He's earned it.
1: He has. You
2: I... know, he earned it.
1: <sighs> What's next for him? Predator? Preda- yeah, The Predator. The Predator. I because not... it's Predator, Predator 2, Predators. Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator 2, Requiem. Requiem. Like, okay.
2: I, I hate that title. Requiem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is it? What does it even mean in the context of that?
2: I don't think who are they requ- or who are they Requieming for what a dream. It could be for a dream for a dream. I love that movie
1: Requiem for a dream. Yeah. Never saw it. Um Is that the one with uh, Jared Leto? It is. Oh, isn't he like a drug addict or something? Yeah, they're all like drug addicts oh. Uh
2: fun not pertinent at all story uh, I only watched that movie after I'd gone through like my film school douchebag education, okay. and everyone for years have been warning me that it's the most depressing movie you'll ever see, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll see about that. And really, I'm sat I sat there watching it, and I was thrilled the entire time. I'm like, wow, this movie is a treasure trove, of brilliant cuts and shots. So I, I appreciate it, like I appreciate a painting, and all the sad stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's cool too. But wow, what a shot and what a cut.
1: So you'd recommend it.
2: Oh, I, absolutely. Okay. It, it's a destroyer. It really is an unbearably sad movie. But if you if you're obsessed with good cuts and really pretty visuals, like me, it's it's uh, it's just a thrill ride. Cool. I got a thrilling thrill ride time out of Kedroquium for a Dream*.
1: There you go. Another tie in *Teruelito*, also in *Blade Runner* twenty forty nine. Hell oh, yeah. I like him as an actor.
2: Neander Wallace. I have to bo- I have to watch *Dallas Buyers Club*. I haven't gotten around to it yet.
1: It's pretty good. I mean, it's. Did he deserve that Oscar? No. <laughs> no oh did he yeah he deserved it yeah but the movie like i don't think the movie like deserved as much like acclaim as it got Mm -hmm. it's a a good enough movie don't get me wrong i like mcconaughey yeah i mean i i think uh mcconaughey did probably didn't deserve that oscar
2: you know it's a popularity contest
1: yeah it always is i think definitely um it should have gone to homeboy for wolf of wall street that year oh word i think he was competing against him that year i think that's what it was No, um... Leo? Leo, yeah. I um, think you should have gotten it for that.
2: Was Jonah Hill nominated for Wolf Wall Street?
1: I think he was nominated for Best Supporting.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they the other McConaughey and Leto both won that year, didn't they? I believe so. Oh, word.
1: i don't yeah, He, deserved, he deserved it for that role. I mean, his role, like, he totally, like, just disappears into the, uh... Rhea, I think... I forget the name of the character. Sure. Transgender, gay guy kind of character. I don't...
2: I'm all about yeah, it. i don't know
1: shit so just if you want to light me up for that comment i don't care but tweet it, at us yeah it's great but um yeah Let's you want to go, go on break, break so yeah. we can uh talk about some other cool stuff that we got mm-hmm. all right cool we'll see you after the break blammo blam
0: hey everybody my name is daniel and i want to tell you about another top gallant radio show do you like movies good i like movies too but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading?
2: Hate it. I've always hated it.
0: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another Empire, uh Um The Sith. Because Yep, uh, I knew basically, it. uh the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon. <laughs> Blackwater. Oh
2: my god, this this
0: book is so Painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to
2: catch my breath.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know what that's, I know what that's like. And truly, our... you were in
2: a car that landed in black
0: water? <laughs> yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman. You one fought? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the Giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen, girl, I read <laughs> a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
2: On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive Can Game Fit god
0: Girl possess. <laughs> then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in <laughs> with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not nope. going that way. We're not a political mm-hmm. podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just, we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk-chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Feral to arms. The magicians. Wiseblood. Ethan, from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. The hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, Go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio.
2: Welcome back to Sex and Violence. Wasn't that a great ad, Ryan?
1: It was awesome. I love it.
2: I'm pretty sure it's the same one I've been playing of Daniel talking about slow readers
1: oh Daniel's he's a great guest
2: yeah Daniel's a fun guy he really that's partly why I enjoy doing a show with him if I have to stop him to talk and he just fills dead air that's cool yeah I think you and I are are sensitive and empathetic enough listeners that now and again we get a pause waiting for the other to talk
1: yeah that does tend to happen and he Mm -hmm. just like fills it but he's I liked having him on for a movie like that yeah like when he brought Only God Forgives I was like god damn damn it it, Daniel I got nothing to add except for I fucking hate this
2: (laughs) Yeah. Good man, Daniel.
1: Yeah, good guy, good guy.
2: Listen to the readers, everyone. Yeah, Ryan's cool going to be a guest on it soon.
1: Yeah, soon. We'll, we'll tease some of that later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what's been going on, buddy? Um, nothing. I'm any, still Gabriel you're
2: still Ryan. Uh, let's see. I saw Rebel Without a Cause. How is it? Um, it's a classic. It's okay. good. Uh, Nicholas Ray.
1: Uh, James should, should we do it for the show? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,. You know, I, I it's an important movie. I still honestly don't quite get it. I've seen it before. Okay. It's um, it's important. I uh, for it's... me, the James Dean thing. Like he was a very good actor. Yeah. He was something else, and he was amazing. But I don't think they age very well.
1: Does he deserve all like the stuff today? His like accolades for like oh the James Dean type. Is that? Is that? Is I think that people
2: done? appreciate him not knowing how great he was.
1: So they appreciate him like aesthetically. Yeah, like, kind of like... this bad boy young biker guy.
2: Yeah. I think mean, people don't get what was so great about him, and if I can get super pretentious about this for a minute... Go, please. So, I took my course on the 50 Cinema thing, where we studied method actors for a little while, and really, like, watching movies before Brando and James Dean, before the method guys, is a completely different experience, because before that, the stars were like Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart, who were traditional leading men well, even jimmy stewart wasn't that traditional but he was interesting he was a studio actor mm-hmm. they all kind of had their interesting ways they all had their classic blocking everyone looks like they're in a movie because that's what hollywood was yeah and then comes brando and dean and when you're when they're on screen undoubtedly your eyes are glued to them because you're doing something so different so unlike every actor in history that it's unreal that it's like it's like watching mario suddenly fly in nes it's like you wait you couldn't do this that's it's they like broke the system it was something else so dean is like an expressionistic these method actors are expressionist actors that the movie is about their performance it's not about them it's not about the story it's not about the character it's about the performance which is something fucking fascinating it's more like watching dance than it is like watching act like a movie
1: wow yeah
2: I wrote a paper on this
1: Oh, very good uh-huh. Was that the summation of it? More
2: or less, yeah Expressionistic acting as method
1: How, how many uh, pages did you stretch it into?
2: Six I had to Nice God, I hate fucking writing papers Double spaced? Yeah MLA format? Yep My man I refuse to use citations, though Cool I'm, I haven't checked my grade I might have failed class, for all I know Really? I'm pretty sure I didn't, though I'm
1: well, a bad student Well, I hope not Me too
2: It cost me a lot of money
1: Yeah, and you were, you know Gone for Tuesdays, man
2: Yeah a recording day. It was awful. I gotta find it. Oh, whatever, I'll look at my grade later.
1: Yeah. We don't need to Trust do me, we don't I need passed. to do your grade on air. School
2: sucks. Yeah. Who screw fucking that. cares? But I saw that, uh I haven't really watched many other movies. I've been watching a lot of TV. I've been watching that uh anime series, My Hero Academia. I think I told you about it. It's basically the movie Sky High in anime form. It's okay, yeah,
1: big. I do remember you talked about this.
2: Yeah, and uh that's kinda it. I've just been like dicking around. Do you want more girls? Um, I was watching it this morning. Of course you were. how
1: many seasons total is that uh eight really
2: yeah but the last season people like the one before the reboot people tend to discount because the original team wasn't part of it
1: like writing team or the creator
2: was fired from the show really Mm Mm-hmm. they brought her back for the new series which is kind of why people were all like yeah we finally got real closure
1: cool do they actually end it on the logical closing note do they leave it open
2: um a bit of both
1: okay like, I don't know anything about Gilmore Girls I just know you love it and I like to get you talking about Gilmore Girls on a so sex and good. violence podcast it's
2: really extremely well done writing it's very funny as well
1: all of our guilty pleasures
2: hey, again, not, you're not it, even guilty not, about not it not guilty at all <laughs> I think it's great writing it's a show that if guys sex and violence fans masculine kick ass badass people if your significant other makes you watch Gilmore Girls go for it because it's just good writing and great performing
1: or do a trade-off. Watch one of uh, the movies we review with somebody, and then if they want to watch Gilmore Girls, watch a couple episodes.
2: Yeah, it's great. Undoubtedly.
1: That's both worlds.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's just like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Nailed it! Oh my god. What about you, Ryan? What have you been watching?
1: Um, What have I been watching? I watched the first Terminator for the first time. Oh, right! I don't know why it took me so long to get to that. Um, probably because T2 is on like once every 2 weeks on AMC.
2: I think it's kind of like one of those classics, you know you'll get around to eventually because it's never going to go anywhere. Yeah. So You just kind of like drag your feet on it cuz everyone thinks that T2 is the best in the series.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of where I was with it. I was um I was out buying movies the other day and I went out to go buy John Wick 2. Mhm. And this is a great at... movie. Yeah, it's awesome. I still love it. Um I just had to go to I wasn't able to get to like our local mall like actual movie store, mm-hmm. so I had to go to a Target. And, uh, Target, the way it's set up, they have, like, the $5 movies on this shelf, then $10, then 15 and then the $15 three-movie Blu-ray packs. And uh-huh. It's really weird. They, you can get some, like, really bizarre, like, off-the-wall shit in there for, like, real cheap. Okay. So, I got my John Wick 2 when I was perusing the aisles. Blu-ray copy of Terminator. Five bucks.
2: That's steal.
1: Yeah. So, I grabbed it, and, uh, I watched it two... No, yesterday. Okay. And... Yeah, how did you like it? I liked it a lot. Um, I think it's. How do I say? It? I don't think either of them is better than the other. Mm, they're the way, very different movies. The way I'm trying to de- like describe it is like each one is like a prime example of a great entry in sci-fi in each of their decades. That's
2: a great point. So, Cameron is a brilliant director.
1: It's it's really great. The one part that I that was really funny to me was when uh, Sarah Connor's hiding out in the bar and he just hits you over the head with what the style of this movie is she's like i'm in this bar it's called (laughs) techno (laughs) war and it's just flashing techno war on these things i was like uh who's stupid enough to miss that
2: nobody yeah when cameron made it he i think he went on record saying he wanted to make a john carpenter film really Mm Mm-hmm. okay that's his attempt at a john carpenter film
1: okay
2: um like so what's your relationship to the whole terminator series
1: um, just grew up watching T Two. Um and then I It
2: was like T two like formative for you, it was like a big deal, was T Two. It wasn't like a big deal, it
1: was just one of those movies that like it was an action movie and everyone like that I grew up with like liked it. So if it was mm-hmm. on TV we generally just kept it on and watched it. Like I've seen that movie countless times as well. I
2: haven't seen that in a very long time. Probably not since the nineties.
1: It still holds up. I and mean, what like, I remember for it was great. It's on like every um uh, like, 4th of July weekend on AMC. Mm. They'll play, like, Independence Day and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Sure. Because there's nothing more American than blowing shit up. Yep. Aliens and robots. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I saw Terminator 3. Have and you seen that one? Uh, it's, it, it's pretty fucking awful. Okay. Um, Salvation, the one with uh, Christian Bale. That's where his famous, like, Freak screaming out. incident comes from. Hey, um, I
2: completely back his um, his screaming at the guy. Yes. Have you I ever tried to never work here again? Have you ever tried acting and having people distract you in the background? It's fucking hard.
1: Is it? It's all Oh yeah, dude. I've never acted.
2: Oh, I, I, acting. Acting. But no, it's imagine that you're trying to do a really emotional monologue and some guys pacing back and forth fixing lights while you're trying to do your scene.
1: Oh, I could see that being frustrating.
2: Yeah, I'd flip shit.
1: Yeah. I don't, like I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I wouldn't go that far. I don't I'd never say you'll never work in this town again. That's insane.
1: We are fucking done professionally, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I was freaking out because that movie not that great either.
2: Yeah, I heard that originally. It was uh, supposed to be a really cool thing. It was going to be about Sam Worthington, and then because the studio wanted it to be about Christian Bale.
1: Yeah, because we need to put John Connor in again.
2: Yeah. And then
1: you saw Genesis, didn't you? I did see
2: Genesis. Did you like it?
1: I heard it was fucking stupid.
2: It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. But the main problem with it is. I think Terminator 1 and 2, especially Terminator 1, is great because I love time travel stories. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of time travel tales. But the,
1: they're so easy to, like, fuck up.
2: Yeah. They are, they are notorious. Like, to go like, back to like the Ryan things.
1: Johnson thing, like when they try and bring up time travel, it's like, it doesn't matter! Yeah, I And I'm like, that. oh, okay, that's perfect. That's not what this story's about. But
2: I think it, when it comes to time travel stories, your rules have to be in stone. Now, yeah. I forget there's proper terms for it, but and you're in a time-traveling story, you're either in one where... Time travel was always going to happen, and that's just fate. Where, like, for example, Terminator, mm-hmm. where the revelation of the movie is that it was all meant to happen. It was always, always going to happen that exact same way. And I think that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Or you're in a story like Back to the Future, where you're free to always change the future by going to the past. Mm-hmm. That's completely, Creating so that's, different timelines. Yeah, I forget there's a different term for it, but that's how time travel stories work. And the amazing, beautiful thing about Terminator 1 and 2, anyway, is that is exactly that. Time travel is set in stone. They're not stories about time travel. They're about fate, and they're about how you're locked in your path, that things are always going to end up being the way they were. And what Genesis does is completely undo that. Hmm. That it, it, They change... They, they, the creators of Genesis didn't understand why Terminator works. All they wanted to do was have some cool robot fighting, okay. and Terminator Genesis changes the ending of Terminator 1. It's oh. kind of fucking stupid, frankly.
1: So, oh, hold on. We are we're a spoilerific podcast, but if yeah. I'm not mistaken, wasn't isn't John Connor a robot in this one? In... Oh, yeah. In Genesis? They,
2: they really fuck it up. In Genesis, it's that adult John Connor is now a Terminator. It's, it's fucking annoying. And then they change the ending of that. It's like, oh, we can defeat the future if we have hope. In and the I'm past. Like, yeah. And I'm like... Presently. That's not the fucking point. of Terminator, dude. The point of Terminator is that, always, that it was always... No matter what Sarah Connor does, she's going to raise John Connor mm-hmm. to...
1: And no matter what the no do, Judgment Day is going to come. come
2: anyway, no matter what. And that's what's fucking cool. It's fighting against the future. That's inevitable. That's mm-hmm. admirable. That's beautiful. It's not a story of... It's not fucking in anime where, oh, if in the heart and friendship, we're going to fight the future. So the Care Bear, no, Bear God stare damn angle? It. Exactly. Yeah. It's Exactly. Terminator was not a Hollywood fucking movie. It was a dark... Beautiful, badass sci-fi story about doom. Yeah. Hope, Hope in the face of doom. But
1: yeah. no. I, I think I like. I might have to actually be forced to pick one. Mm. And if I am, I think that Terminator One is the better movie. I agree. Um. I, there's well, just something. There's just one. something about like the way they jump from like present day into the future mm-hmm. and seeing uh, Kyle Reese as a soldier. Yeah. And, like, showing the reason, like, why he is the way he is, how talented he is with, you know, like... He's the driver in the in the future for, like, Getaway Car, and he's really good at it when he saves Sarah Connor the first time. And he's a soldier. He's a badass. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, the only thing that bugged me is, like, so I'm in love with uh, Sarah Connor because uh, John Connor gave me a picture of her once, so... uh yeah. The guy who die for, I die for—I kind of just want to go in the past and fuck his mom, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know why. But like, it's again, fate—you're fated to go in there, yeah. and he doesn't know that he's fated to be mm-hmm. John Connor's yeah, father. No one
2: knows. That's the the thing. only time
1: that it's like given away, he's like, "What does my son look like?" It's like, yeah, my height. <laughs>
2: that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Daniel has this funny point about Genesis that he's also a fan of the Cameron and Terminator, mm-hmm. and he says he can't watch Genesis anymore because Amelia Clark is too distractingly hot in it. Fair but, point.
1: That pervert.
2: Yep, I love It's, him. Hey, it's Khaleesi. <laughs> and she is fucking physically perfect. Oh, Khaleesi. Uh, again, I prefer Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Yeah. God, something about that fucked up smile of hers. You like
1: weird chicks.
2: I like weird faces. Yeah. Ladies, you got a weird face, and, and some you don't fucked mind. Fucked up uh, hairstyles. Fucked up hairstyle, and you don't mind dating below your height. Hit me up.
1: Yeah, I'll be here.
2: I'll be here. All <clears throat> five six of me.
1: Can you give a sexy voice? You got a sexy voice?
2: That was my sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Hey,
1: baby. Oh, that's good. That'll... that'll <sighs> yeah, that'll moisten the loins a little bit. That'll get someone
2: in the back of my van.
1: Wow. Yep. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. So are you about a size 14?
2: <laughs> um, any other thoughts on any other movies, Ryan?
1: Um, I'm waiting for... What's, what's next? Baby Driver's next. Eight days. Eight days! Eight
2: days. One fucking week, Ryan. I know. Um, I told... We're recording this on the 20th of June.
1: Okay. I told my wife about our plan to like wake up real early. And she got pissed. Why? She's like, I want to go. Like, wait for me. I want to see it with you. I was like, I'll go later that day, honey. We'll She's like, was like again. no, you're an asshole. I want to watch it first time with you. I was like, that's <laughs> hey, not gonna sorry, happen. This outside of you. Like, you're no. This is
2: marriage. Our marriage, and then this is movies. Yeah. You like, married into this.
1: Yeah. i told you this. Like, if I have I, the other day, like I, I explained it, to her. I was like, you don't even know who. I have to explain to you who Edgar Wright is. Like every other day. Yeah. Like, who's Edgar Wright? I was like, you know that movie that you really love, that one about the guy in the band. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that. that <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving my wife such a retarded, like, mm-hmm. mongoloid voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, jeez. It's like the Jim Gaffigan voice? Yeah, a little mm-hmm.
1: bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, there's something else coming after that. In, oh, we talked about it last time, but Atomic Blonde. Like, I'm really all about Your that. Your have some... been
2: middling, apparently. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've heard that, but, like, there was I'm, a... I'm
2: not, I'm not going to skip it.
1: It looks too fucking good. I'm all about, like, stylish, glitzy movies yeah. like that. And, like, Charlie it looks Starin? like it looks like 80s stylish John Wick. Yeah. And I'm all about that. I'll
2: solve it the trailer.
1: Yeah. Hey, even though I have that, like, again... A little... Wonder Woman started the trend. I don't know when this movie started filming, but I'm all about mm-hmm. female-led movies. Yeah. And dude, if this I, is gonna be bad, I, I would watch anyone be a badass. Yeah, for sure. Except for Agent Cody Banks. Fuck that guy.
2: Where, th- where did that come from?
1: I don't know. I just said anybody <laughs> and I needed to, like, make Agent sure Cody that Banks? it's not actually not anybody. I haven't
2: even seen that one.
1: Uh, neither have I, but I just know fuck that guy.
2: Yeah, Frankie Muniz? Yeah. Hey, Malcolm! in The middle still holds up. Yeah, it was all right. Very funny show. Yeah.
1: If
2: you're not a comedy fan. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Anything else is going on? Uh, uh, Spider-Man's
1: out soon. Yeah, can't
2: wait for that. I'm curious
1: to see what the reviews on that are going to be because I could feel I feel that could go either way. I, I same. I'm I am concerned, but. I'm calling it right now. Seventy-two percent Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I think that's where it will land. I can dig that. If it lands higher, I'll be. More than happy for it. it. Just it doesn't look like it's going to be like. My, I think it's
2: it, going to be better than the Amazing's. Yeah. And it's not going to. I but think. But I don't that, think it's
1: going to be as good as Thor. Like when. Thor one. No, Thor three.
2: Oh, is like is Ragnarok. I think it, it. That's kind of the problem. Again, I still haven't seen Cop Car. I was saying I'm going to see it, but from the way Homecoming looks, it doesn't look that original. It doesn't look that exciting. It looks like it's going to be fun. I think I'm expect. I'm, I'm expecting Doctor Strange where yeah. I perfectly I think I like Doctor Strange a lot. It's fine. But then again, I also don't give a fuck about Doctor Strange and I love Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, you already explained that. I love Spider-Man.
2: Spider-Man. So, we'll we'll see.
1: It's just at this point it's like another check off the list for MCU. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, let's see. Sure, let's cool. let's I'm, get I'm let's in. get his solo movie done I so we no can doubt get to Avengers." going be good. So,
2: yeah, it'll be fine. We'll see.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've seen anything else this week though. Um I got to get on some other movies. Um I don't know. I just keep rewatching old things while I'm yeah. dicking around I on my computer. I borrowed days of
2: Wine and Roses from the library. Jack Lemmon is an alcoholic.
1: Mm. You that, need to watch Conjuring 2 yet?
2: Yeah, I have to watch that yet. Yeah, I also have to watch Prisoners.
1: Yeah. I saw a trailer for the new uh, Conjuring spinoff. Yeah. Annabelle Creation. They cut really good trailers. I don't... like The movies the may Blumhouses. not be great, but like mm-hmm. they cut scary, cool-looking trailers. Yeah.
2: Um. What I've seen of the, most of the Blumhouse ones, they at least really care. Yeah. They make solid horror.
1: Like, it's it's not like it was in, like, the, the mid-aughts with, mm-hmm. like, all the Saw bullshit where it was just like, we're going to crank it out because we know teenagers are going to come see it. This one's, like, you're giving it, like, an August release date.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you've got some confidence in it. I'm in. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll show you the trailer then. But it, it looks kind of terrifying, but I know uh-huh. you don't like horror. Let's watch so. the trailer on air. Okay. Yeah, fine. I'll pull it up. Stop That's the time. Terrible.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, horror films I don't really get it I like The Conjuring I was surprised how much I liked The Conjuring James Wan good director that guy's a good eye and also I mean, basically I'd follow Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga into a fire
1: Oh like, I love them as uh, that couple they're
2: a great team Yeah it's, like I like I think that's the main thing at a the Conjuring about Conjuring is about them I like those characters and you know they're not gonna die so thank God there's there's that there's not that horrible tension of getting attached to a character and just have them be killed unless they do it well like an
1: Oculus. Yeah. I, I, they're, oh, they're like... I saw
2: it comes at night.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Talk about that. I'll turn the volume down here.
2: Um, it was good. Uh, I didn't love it though.
1: Danny loved it though, right?
2: Danny loved it. It kind of reminded me of um, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. That I really, really, I think that this it's bad writing, when, and I'm I'm not really gonna spoil it, but I like what I hate about Ten Cloverfield Lane is that. You start off characters you build up an expectation, you subvert it, and then you go back to what that initial expectation was. I'm like, that's not very good. I I don't want to see characters grow together only to be blown apart for no reason. It just it just feels like you could have told me a more interesting story than that. Then like I don't I don't need reminding that people are garbage. I know people are garbage. Tell me people are interesting and garbage. It's okay. just it's like meh. So, it was really well made, really well shot, it was beautiful. I like the characters, but it just felt like a Twilight Zone episode that it could have been done in twenty two minutes, and I would have enjoyed it more. I felt that it was just kind of drawn out. Okay. Same Ten Cloverfield Lane. It's like don't don't get me to like John Goodman only to immediately make me hate him again. It's that's not good. That's boring.
1: Boring film.
2: And then fucking Ten Cloverfield Lane. That stupid fucking alien battle ending. That was so goddamn fucking stupid. <laughs> I fucking hated that movie.
1: I love when you get pissed.
2: Yeah. Because I'm like. It's the only thing i get
1: mad about. All right, let's watch the trailer. All right! Hopefully you won't be mad at this. I hope not anyway. Let's see. Play! All right, it's up. It's, Hold uh, up it's to
2: it's... one of the microphones. It was quiet for all these years. After Samuel and I lost our daughter. Ah! Damn. Yeah. To move into the doll. Is that Emily Mortimer? Soon I'm not sure it wasn't our daughter.
1: So we locked it away. Yeah, we just put it in the closet.
2: <laughs> we thought helping the girls could be our penance. This is our new orphanage. Wow. This is big as a castle. But we ended up giving it just what I wanted. You need help? I can manage So like these are period pieces.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that helps.
2: Yeah, so I think I like my horror films to be virtually sexless unless the point is sex. Even we can't see God, we like like did you see it follows. Yeah.
1: Off?
2: Did you like it, it follows? That
1: was alright. I, feel yeah, I, feel I love it. The
2: is that a, is a song request? I don't know
1: what he is. What's it?
2: Oh, she had a piece of favorite. It's a closer. Yeah. Song request. What you okay. Waka Waka. Ooh. 1? Okay. Mm-hmm. Director of Furious 8? Or Furious 7? <laughs>
1: That's what got me. His I heard Lights Out was good.
2: I don't saw that one. Mm-hmm. I saw Don't Breathe. Which I feel like they wanted to call Lights Out, but they couldn't.
1: it's the Conjuring universe. Uh-huh. Conjuring has an EU. Sure. Sure. Huh. See? That doesn't look half bad. No. I, I was watching it earlier today, like, in the dark, and I was like, that's oh, kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna go I'm, the... I'm just bored of horny teens. Yeah.
0: About
2: to get murdered. Boring. Boring. Um. Last thing uh, about horror films. Oh, we're going for a little while. Cool. Yeah. That uh, There's this great uh, series on AV Club called Scenic Roots, I think. Mm-hmm. And the one guy, he writes about the most scared he was ever in a movie theater. And I think it was from the original Japanese Pulse. Okay. And they show the one clip from it. And I remember I was watching it in broad daylight at my workplace, sitting on my computer, selling cookies. And I was so scared watching this fucking clip that I had to turn it off. So, it, it was just a woman scary. walking in slow motion. Ew. It was fucking. Sc- I'll show it to you after. At- atmospheric and yeah. music. I'll show it to you. It's fucking
1: cool. Okay, cool. But
2: that's about it for the episode. Um, Ryan.
1: Yeah, that's about it. On. Um, let's do again. Let's not tease because it'll probably yeah. not work out. Uh, we got a couple more. Movies We're continuing to... the Shane
2: Blacklist in any case.
1: Yeah. So it'll be something with Shane Black, and then um, we are talking about new way of doing this after the Shane Blacklist. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, we're thinking about changing up the uh, the format a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Since we are Sex and Violence, a punk rock movie podcast, we're talking about doing uh, things in successive order of doing like uh, keep the my pick, your pick kind of thing going mm-hmm. back and forth, but adding in more parameters. So, yes. this week, you have to pick a sex movie. Next week, I have to pick a violent movie. The following week, you have to pick kind like of a like a, a punk rock yeah. aesthetic movie. Sure. Whether that be like sexy, violent, a few I'm really going to make
2: you watch Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
1: Is that really going to be good for this Hedwig and the Annie Grange. Punk rock. Okay.
2: Just Dixon. Hey, punk
1: punk rock is an aesthetic. It is a it's a state of mind. So that's that's probably going to be the most open interpretation, uh, pick. Yeah. So when you when one of us happens to get that pick, that's like free range. That's Weird. like whatever you think would be pretty cool, rock and roll and punk rock. Okay. That would probably put, not Hedwig then, but
2: okay. I do love that movie.
1: All right, well, we can watch it some other time. We can do a cleansing. Yeah. Episode. Do the cleanse. The cleanse. Little purging. Yeah, The Purging, mm-hmm. and we will not watch The Purge.
2: No.
1: So, yeah, that uh, that's pretty much uh, how we're going to do it after Black... No, not after Blacklist, because I think we're doing...
2: We're doing the movie marathon, we'll do the Movie
1: Marathon and the ap... yeah, Blacklist, Movie Marathon, and then we'll switch back.
2: And randomly LA Confidential.
1: Yeah, 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 that'll be For in there somewhere. Week. We're going to do a, a crossover episode with slow readers. Yo,
2: we might do that one out of time. We might just have to insert that episode ahead of another thing, so if we, <laughs> yeah... Just to make sure it coincides with slow readers. Yeah,
1: that'd be fun. We'll read that and I'll go over on the other episode and I'll be fine to like sit and drink scotch with Danny and like listen to him ramble for two and a half hours.
2: Yep, that's the show.
1: I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. So um, where can everyone find you on the internets?
2: So everybody can find me on the internet at tumble five wise on the Instagram. GMR number four serious on the Twitter. It also leads to my Tumblr, which I put short fiction Photographs, cocktail recipes, whatever. You can also uh, just follow um, follow Top Gallant Radio on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. That's Daniel's thing. That's where all of our show kind of fun stuff goes. Top
1: Gallant Radio. If you find Top Gallant Radio, you will probably run into the pod uh, the uh, Twitter specifically for this podcast. That is at SNV Podcast. Tweet at us, follow us, and then you know leave a nice little comment on at the iTunes store for us. Yeah, review our review. show. Review the other show. Yeah, we'll read we'll read it on air for you. We'll give you booze. We'll give you booze. If you're in Hugs. the if you're in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area, yeah. we will give you booze.
2: Sounds good.
1: I'll buy you a shot for hey. a review. So, uh, for sex and violence, I'm Ryan Snyder.
2: I'm Gabriel
1: Mara. Bye guys. Sex. 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 Sex.